Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Stumped. I'm Spencer. I'm Matt. And I'm Logan. <laughs> nice to lay, Logan. Yeah, good job, Logan. Yeah, yeah, dude. But, uh, yeah, so this week, uh, I'm bringing you, I got a theme this week for my Ooh, three. Okay? I like that. I got one word for my tagline. A theme. All three of them? All three. Oh, my goodness. Animals. Oh, my word. Matt, you want to give us a little sneak peek of yours? Um, well, I'm not that creative, nor did I just look up Animal Planet and find historical and interesting facts. So <laughs> did a little bit more than that. <laughs> you so, use more uh, than one website? Hey, no, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I got three, you know. Who knows which two are true? Shoot, maybe two are false. Um, mine are Sweet Victory, Dance Dance, Revolution, and Stop Fiddling Around. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't think of a single word to say there. <laughs> Spencer just out here trumping everybody. Hey, what can I say? <laughs> Logan, what you got? Uh, all right. So this week for you, we are going to talk about Mozart's love life. Oh uh, we're also going to talk about some election fraud and oh. are you smarter than a fifth grader? Did you just go political on us? Oh, he went oh, political. Oh, You're going to get the political. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Episode two, man. We even eat into this. <laughs> <laughs> we're, oh, right we're diving head first. Head first. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited for you to hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get started. I got I'll, I'll kick us off. Late on us. All right. All right. Okay. So as I said, I got a theme. All of them animals related. Okay. Mm. All three animals. The first one. No, I have not rehearsed this as after I typed all these, so we'll see. <laughs> the first one. Okay, come on now. Uh, Miss Given, who is a doctoral student, and her colleagues created a car that a fish can drive. Okay. Hold up. Okay. Is this a street legal car? No, no, no. Let me explain the car. I, the okay, car explain is explain the car. Explain the car. The car it's it's a fish tank, mm-hmm. okay? A fish in it. Yeah. And it has wheels on the bottom. It's like a yep. it's like a platform wheels. It's like a shopping cart. Mm, okay. No. A fish tank. Oh, you know so those things? No, no, no. This is actually a good example. You know those things we used to roll around on, on like gym class? Some scooters? Yeah. The finger killers? Yep. The finger killers. Yeah. Think oh. of it like that. Okay. But with a fish tank on it. Okay. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm here for this. They enrolled, her and her colleagues enrolled six fish into the training program. <laughs> How, wait, hold up. <laughs> Signed for this enrollment. <laughs> I don't know. They wait. enrolled six fish into the... Let me just tell my story. <laughs> Sorry? Six fish into this, into this. Initially, they noted that the fish were very erratic. But after some time <laughs> swimming from one side to the other in, the, in their mobile aquarium... They, uh, they became to have deliberate and calm actions. Mm. Okay, once the fish gained the ability to power the vehicles, uh, like power vehicles around, because the, the the car would move based on the direction of the fish. Okay. 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 The team wanted to see if it could like navigate the environment. Oh my goodness. Yep. So they started offering treats for completion of specific criteria, like going to uh, different colors and stuff like that. Um, and after a handful of days, the fish were darting around the room toward their award-earning targets. Okay? That's the first one. And they started doing it with ease. No. Like, they started mastering it. So the fish would drive around in, in these... What kind of treats do they give them? I have I'm just fish treats. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a fish on a hamster wheel. Just trying to like yeah. run around. That's the, the, the very first thing I thought of was it, just like this wheel, right. and it's just a fish. It's not a wheel. It's like a. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. I'm just like, 
first I'm off. Understand, yeah. No one drives calmly. I don't care if no. you're a fish or not. So. Yeah. <laughs> also, I've never yeah. seen a fish, I don't know, respond non-erratically to anything. Yeah, that's true. Fish are always erratic. Interesting. Interesting yeah. story if true. All right, next yeah. one, next one. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Next theme, one. Theme number two, animals still. Animal number two, story. Mm. All right. 1983. <gasps> what a year. Okay. 1983. Off the coast of South Af- South Africa. Mm. Two islands separated by just two and a half miles of water. Okay. Okay. That's a lot of water. It is a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but one island was inhabited by in lobsters, like a lot of lobsters, and the uh, and the competition of the food was very fierce. Like they struggled to get food because there was nothing but lobsters. N- no, just because they had like a lot of. A very, yes, pretty much like a lot of lobsters, a lot small of lobsters area. And they didn't want to eat all lobsters. Correct. Okay, gotcha. On the other side of the island lived an animal called the whelks. It's a kind of a marine snail. Okay, and this is actually a food source for the lobsters. Scientists wondered why didn't the lobsters just make the trip to the other side of the island to eat the veritable plethora of the whelks that would be there. It's like a buffet. So mm-hmm. what did a, a graduate student mm-hmm. do? Classic. Grabbed a thousand hungry lobsters, aka just grabbed a thousand lobsters, <laughs> and moved them to the other side of the island, to the other island, to have an abundance of escargot. Oh. That's snail, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but what happened was unexpected. The whelks, aka the marine snail, began to overtake the lobsters. Anytime the sto- lobsters stopped moving, the snails would climb on them, stick to their legs, and began to feast. Oh, my word. And they penetrate the lobsters, like, eyes, joints, soft tissues, everything. Sad. And slurped up their insides. Yep. Wait, wait, wait. Are snails carnivorous? Uh, and this, the whelks are. The, the, whelks, <laughs> the whelks are, apparently. No okay. Googling. Okay. No, no Googling. Googling. <laughs> Within just, anything. within just 30 minutes, 30 <laughs> minutes, all 1,000 lobsters were dead. Empty shells freaking and everything. You're telling me a freaking lobster couldn't keep walking for 30 minutes? Okay, that's my story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is so <laughs> That's my story. <laughs> Spencer, I gave you props for making one up last week. Not this week. <laughs> <laughs> that's my story. Let me tell my third one at least. Okay, okay. Kay. Tell us your third one. Two thousand two thousand eleven. A Stanford audiology PhD graduate um, had just moved out to Arizona to start his career as an audiologist at Arizona State Hospital, uh, which is in Phoenix. And this man, Mr. James Elroy, or Doctor James Elroy, I should say, loved to go for walks. That's like was his favorite thing to do. And so. Uh, but the problem, he had a crippling fear of snakes. And in Arizona, <laughs> snakes oh, oh no. often... They're everywhere. Yeah, sunbathe on the roads, sidewalks, um, and especially like in mountains and rocky areas, right? And so the roads, the sidewalks, no big deal for him because he would just walk around as far as away he could avoid them. But on his hikes, they were everywhere, and it freaked him out. One day, he was on a hike, and he saw this dude, Adam Bloss, who was a graduate student at Arizona State, studying to be, I didn't know this, a herpetologist, which is like, so he's reptiles and amphibians and stuff like that. Interesting. Uh, picking up snakes. 
And James is like, what are you doing? Rightfully so. Rightfully so. And they, James finds out Adam's studying to be a herpetologist. Um, and what do science guys do? They become friends and they talk science. So over, through their friendship, they uh, talk science. And Adam talks about snakes. And James talks about hearing uh, his, his audiologist background. Well, he finds out that snakes have a unique uh, ear structure. They don't have eardrums. They have like this inner ear structure. And so what does he do? He creates a whistle that gives off a pitch that actually paralyzes a snake for, like momentarily paralyzes snakes. And so now to this day, Adam walks around with this whistle whenever he goes on hikes uh, and it calms his fears. And actually the best part of that story is Adam wrote his graduate thesis about the snake's uh, ability to hear, like how it paralyzes them if it, they hear like the wrong noise. Huh. Story three. That, that that's so false. That's that's <laughs> that pretty sounds so real. cool at the same time. I, I'm at the purchase. I know whistle. nothing about. Yeah, I know can, nothing can I about snakes. It? Is it for sale? Uh, but I, I didn't look it up on Amazon. We probably could. <laughs> But I did not look it up. Wow, I do not know which one's I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm just going to say the one with the lobsters and the snails. That's like, <laughs> I, I don't think snails are carnivorous. Maybe I'm wrong. I can't tell if he's like laughing but at the fact that like we're 30, too stupid I know, to I know. know if snails aren't carnivorous. <laughs> I don't know. that. I can't picture a snail eating a lobster in 30 minutes. Like that's a just. A thousand lobsters. <laughs> like that's insane. A thousand lobsters. Yeah. Those statistics just yeah. don't seem to add up. But I don't know if I want to go with Logan on this but, one. Because then we just double his points if, if right. we're wrong. Right. We double his points if we're wrong. And then. And I lose points if I go with Logan because he's losing historically. I know, I know. Historically, I'm not the one to follow. <laughs> you're, not, you're not the one to, to get on the train and follow, man. It's oh, not a good for time. those of you keeping track back home, the score is three to two to one right now. Spencer, yeah. Spencer's, Matt, Spencer's in the lead. <laughs> Matt's coming with a close second. Yeah, Logan. After Logan's one episode. Back <laughs> yeah. So Logan, you're locking in snails. I, give, give me a second. Okay. Because I, I think technically Matt has the first lock. That is true. Um, well, so I don't think it really matters. It matters at all, dude. We're not that serious. All right, I'm locking in snails. I'm locking in snails. I know. I know. <clears throat> Give me snails for 500, sir. Locking oh, in snails. Locking in snails. Both in snails. Well, I might regret gonna... this. Unfortunately, uh, we do. You guys are both <laughs> geniuses. Yeah! Yes! But you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, dead serious, I have the link to the... To the... The dot... This... This test that they did in South Africa, uh, and the snails just destroyed the lobsters, destroyed them. I'm so um, I can send you the link and everything. Dang. The uh, goldfish thing, goldfish thing. That's true. I've seen that on Facebook. hundred percent true. Yeah. Unbelievable. You should, there's wild. a video on YouTube. It's crazy. The fish just like moves in the direction it wants to go, and the car moves in that direction. It's unbelievable. I was like blown away when I watched it. It's all like sensory motion yep. and stuff like that. The the Stanford audiologist, complete lie, made it up in about ten minutes. You're getting good at these laws. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I so don't like a, the fact wait, that I, you're getting good at these laws. Here's here's complete. what I want to say. I want to I want to shout out my ability to make up stories. Right? Yeah, it's phenomenal. Thank you, thank you. We might least, just have an episode that just Spencer makes up a story on the fly. Just, just, just tell a random story. Yeah. Um, th so, I I have a crippling fear of snakes. So that I hate snakes. We need to know Spencer That's more. Really all, good all to know. All these stories actually. are coming. Hate from him. snakes. 
Yeah. And so I said, dang, I wish I had something to like, I was going to make the story have a whistle that makes the snakes like run away, but I'm like, that's just not believable. But paralyzing for a second, that is. And so was, I looked up. Believable. Huh? It was believable. Uh-huh. And so I yeah, looked up. Apparently it's not. And I've been to Arizona, and the reason why the story rings true to my heart is because when I was in Arizona with my family, like, there's snakes everywhere. Yeah. Freaks me out. And so I pretty much just said, okay, what do science guys do? They talk science. But that's and I, I looked up all audiologists. I looked up the biggest hospital in Arizona. It was called Banner University Medical Center. I'm like, they're not going to believe Banner, like Bruce Banner. And so I went with <laughs> the second. That crossed my mind. Oh, okay. I went with the second <laughs> one. <laughs> Arizona State. I'm like, what better way to make a herpetologist, which is true. I looked it up, and an audiologist, which is true. I looked it up. Me. See, that's the thing. I don't think I wouldn't think Spencer to put that much into yep. a false story. Oh, See, you just and now he's just gonna keep making up stories I, the rest my, of the time. I'm, I'm making a bold thing. My lie will always be a story I make up. Oh my god! Wow. Always you be. You are coming out swinging. Coming out. Struggling. I'm two for two. Longer than me. Man. Here's the thing, Spencer. I shouldn't say always. I, that might not be true. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually thought I'd heard something about snakes not having eardrums. They don't. I looked so, that up. Yeah, and yep. so like when I heard that, I'm like, this just sounds real. I'm, like, I'm in the same boat. I was in the same. So boat. here's here's actually like how dog whistles, snake whistles. It just makes yep. sense. Yeah. So here's actually how snakes hear. I, I looked it up to make sure, um, uh, that I'm telling like somewhat of the truth. So it, that if someone actually knows about snakes, they can kind of be thrown off. They do not have eardrums, and they do have an inner ear structure complete with, I don't even know what this, how to say this, co- cochleus, but they are able to hear by feeling the vibrations along their jaws as they slither on the ground. So that's the so difference. So see, to me, a whistle would actually be crippling it, at the right frequency. Bingo. Exactly. Yeah, it does wild things to dogs. That's insane. <laughs> J- bingo. Joke's um, on me. Well done, Spencer. Two well done. For Spencer. That's two points That's two. That's a big tour for Spencer. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's big wow. tour. The big two, man. Yeah, and yeah, I'll I'll have to send you guys these links. Uh, if we can link them into the some sort yeah, of put, link them put somehow. Them in the Google Drive. Put them in the Google, Google Drive. drive. But throw them in our chat. Um, I mean, the fish thing's sweet. If you haven't seen this, the video, and no, if you're send, listening, you need to insane. you need to you need to look at it. In this, the the articles when predator when predators become prey, and there's like a bunch of different. Stories about how predators become are the you prey. Gi- are you giving away your future stories though by giving us this article? Mm. Nah. <laughs> okay, He's like, okay. nah. I'll make a <laughs> nah, challenge to I'll myself make to make up two stories. Yeah, one must somehow fair. be true. Yeah. All so, right. bang. I'm, there's my hey, kudos. Thanks, guys. Oh, solid two points. That was intense. All right. For you here. Yeah. What do you got yeah. for us, Matt? Uh, Hit us. <clears throat> do you want to hear all three of them again, and then I'll go through one at a time? Cool. Sure. All go right. for so it. they are oh, tagline. Stop yeah, yeah. fiddling around. Dance, mm. dance, revolution, and sweet victory. Pretty sure you said that in different order at the beginning. Yeah, I'm pretty 100%. sure I don't remember which order I said in the beginning. You said sweet you victory said sweet first. Victory first. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which one do you guys wow. want to hear first? Sweet victory. Jinx. You want to hear sweet victory? Spencer. Right. Jinx Logan. Sweet yeah. victory is coming up first. All right. In the year 1950, I some it. U.S. Marines <laughs> ran of ammunition during the Korean War. They used their radio to request more rounds be dropped and using the code name for that ammo, Tootsie Rolls. The person on the other line took it literal and had Tootsie Rolls airdropped to the Marines. (laughs) (laughs) 
these Tootsie Rolls would come to play a big part in saving the Marines' lives. Stop. It was December, and freezing temperatures had caused the Marines caused issues on the Marines' equipment. They had to melt the Tootsie Rolls in their mouths to make a putty to fix their equipment. So they could use the putty to lay over the pipes, and then when they froze again, they would cover the pipes. And that is how they made it out of the situation that they were in alive. All so, wait, wait, wait. The year was 1950? Yeah. Wasn't the Korean War in, like, 53? I mean, I didn't look that deep into it. <laughs> I could be wait, wrong. Wait, Don't wait. For you history majors out there, like... I can dive into this a little bit more. No. Frozen Tootsie Rolls are yeah. hard as rock. That's true. Yeah. Dude, they're but do they actually, like, are they a sealant? Like, could you uh, actually use it to fit? Uh, all right. I'm going to hear two more pretty good stories to not yeah. make this. Ah. I, I think that one might be fake. I bet you it's a different candy. Would you? I think it's probably bubblegum. Bubble it's gum. like bubblicious. Nah. They're like, got so tired of chewing it. Bubble. They just like spit it out. Okay, what's the next all one? Right. Would you like to hear Go Dance ahead. Dance Revolution? I want to hear Dance Dance Revolution. I'm a big yeah. Dance Dance Revolution guy. Good. I think I, th- or thought, just of, dance, I, I thought of say. Spencer's wedding when I heard this <laughs> um, Oh, I can't, can't wait to crash that. I know, me too. Um, have you ever been to a party where the music is too lit to stop dancing? Yes. You're tired, dehydrated, but get low by little John and Eastside Boys comes on. <laughs> so you take a deep breath and proceed to hit the dance floor. Well, you would have fit right into the Roman city, Strasbourg, in 1518. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. I may have mispronounced that. That's fine. Um, where hundreds of people came down with a dancing mania and were unable to stop dancing. Experts unable or un- unwilling? Unable. Okay. Experts believe. What what? what was the number one song on the Billboard charts that year? (laughs) (laughs) Was it Mariah Carey? Like (laughs) it was "Show the Ankles." (laughs) I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Cleopatra. Yeah, Cleopatra. (laughs) (laughs) So experts believe this was a form of mass hysteria, as some people danced until they died. Officials, officials even set up halls for the dancers with musicians and professionals because they believe they just needed to get their groove on. Surprisingly, not the only time this has happened in history. For, for, for the sake of humanity, I, I, I hope this is true. Wait, <laughs> I do. Wait, wait. I think this is just like, you just got to dance away, man. I, I, I hope this like, is true. At what point is it like, oh, I'm about to die. I can just simply stop dancing or... Wait, did I they die, die dancing? Like, yeah, they, some of them died. That's, that's what you just <gasps> said. Like, died from exhaustion and dehydration. What? I, I gotta believe it. Mm. I love dancing too much not to believe it. Yeah, but till you die? No, wait, wait. You said this happened again. Do you Lobsters have, have died to snails. I think people can die So dancing. it happened well. in, like, two other <laughs> cities in, like, the 14th and 15th century. I didn't dive much into that. I want to believe it. I want to. I'll say it outright. I hope Spencer's it's true. So sad on this. I, you know what? If it's not true, I'm gonna still say it's true. I can't. I can't not not believe that's true. Sheer, sheer principle. He's it's like, true. Dance, dance, baby. I don't disbelieve it. It just sounds so incredibly insane. <laughs> it sounds like man, just take a drink of water every now and then. Like, hey, you're tired. Just sleep. I love it too much. Like I love All it. Right, last story here. Go ahead. Stop fiddling around. I'm going to hope I say this guy's name right. Uh, Nero Caesar ruled Rome from mm. 15, or sorry, 54 AD until his death 14 years later, so roughly 68 AD. 
Okay. He is best known for his debaucheries, political murders, and persecution of Christians and passion for music. So there might have been a little theme there. I see a theme. Uh, I, you could <laughs> two have said of music. three may be a theme. <laughs> In 64 AD, a fire had lasted roughly nine days and burned through Rome's Rome burned through three of Rome's 14 districts and severely damaged seven of them. <sighs> While some say that Nero started the fire to build his 100-acre golden house palace complex, history has it that Nero was playing the fiddle and singing on top of his roof as he watched Rome burn. Um, that is where the saying, stop fiddling around, comes from. As Nero could have saved thousands of lives, but he literally fiddled around. <laughs> Wait, time out, time out. Was a fiddle? When was a fiddle invented? That was my first thought. But you, guys don't, you, guys don't, you guys didn't take a hit music history one on one. No. Wow, guys. Not at all. What, what's really? But here's the here, here's the here's the deal about the fiddle, right? It could have still been like some sort of guitar that they just called a fiddle, like. Mm. That's actually kind of... It was, so you're uh, saying he wasn't playing bluegrass. A fiddle was created before <laughs> 10 AD. Yeah. They don't have the exact uh, date, but it was yeah. like part of... Uh, it's kind of like very similar to what Spencer... It may not have been exactly a fiddle, but it, or like what we would call a, like a modern fiddle, but it was very yeah. similar. Yeah. It was a, a stringed instrument of sorts. Yeah. <sighs> I just... Those are my three. Sweet Victory, Dance Dance Revolution, and Stop Fiddle. So here, here's my thing. Number two... Go ahead. It, it could be false. You just want to Just because I want it to be true. And for, <laughs> Out of principle. And for that sole purpose, only because I want it to be true, I'm locking that in as the true. As So I got to okay, debate. Okay, so true. Tootsie Roll. Here's what I'm thinking about Tootsie Roll. It could have been a different candy. Oof. If you change the story, I'm thinking it's like you did with the Coke Pepsi thing. I think that could be a different candy. Would he change brands in two straight weeks, though? Yes. Yes, he would. Ooh. Yeah, Seth is like, Matt is not creative at all. Wow. But here's the thing I have with the, how do you say his Nero? Nero. Nero Claudius Caesar. I feel like I've heard that Rome has burnt, like, I've heard something along the lines of Rome burning. Now I'm sure it's Just burned like multiple times. Uh, <laughs> yes, but playing the fiddle on the roof, I feel like a king would have someone else be playing the fiddle and not. Gosh, he loved music, man. I know he had a passion for. I I kind of upset. I missed that. Like two of these are about music. I could have found another one about music. I, two's gonna be false. I just know two's gonna be false, but I'm, I'm I can't. <laughs> you can't I bring can't. yourself to. All right, what do you got, man? Logan, I, I, I got. I need some time. Logan, what are you thinking? All right, so oh, here's man. where I'm at. Yeah. I'm with Spencer. I'm gonna say two's true, and okay. and if we're both wrong in this, then two, kudos to you. You fooled us like Spencer. Did. Yep. Caught at the Spencer. Um, that yeah, you would say we'd be stumped at that point. Um, yes. Between <laughs> one and three. I'm, I'm stumped solely because I want it to be true. I one t- to me just sounds absurd three sounds like i actually think there was fires in ancient rome i just don't know was he playing a fiddle through it and that's the part that i'm really stuck on like i i'm between one and three as well <sighs> wow so you came to the same conclusion as spencer during all that time I, that you kind of well, think yeah no no i've, I've had <laughs> way to think for yourself <laughs> i'm i just don't know which one i want to lock in i you know? i mean here's the don't fiddle. I, I'm going. Gosh, I'm going. Three's false. Okay. And here and here's I'll, why. 
man, <laughs> I don't know why. why. I don't have a. I don't have a reason why. Only because I think one, one to me makes the most logical sense because, I I bet you he changed the candy. Like I'm just so hung up on that fact that he changed the candy name. But here, but three. I'm trying to think of where could the the phrase "don't fiddle around" comes from, and I, it makes. As crazy as it sounds, like it makes sense. I'm going three. I, I'm going three. All three right. as All right. you're saying three I'm, false. I'm going fiddle. Fiddle false. false. Fiddle false. Fiddle's okay. false. Gosh, I feel like See, that's true though. <laughs> I'm, I really I'm do. Lock, I'm gonna lock in one. Okay, wait, wait. Lock in one. Here's here's my here's All my thing. Right, All right. Who? What army base is just sitting on such a supply of like tootsie rolls? <laughs> That upon hearing the command, they don't even have to double check. Like, 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 what's he asking for? Like, no. That's so true. Boxes of tootsie rolls. Like, why do you just have boxes of tootsie rolls? (laughs) (laughs) To me, that that's the ketchup, and that's why for that reason, the guys at camp are like, "Where the heck went all the tootsie rolls, man?" Yeah, like, time out. I might be changing mine. Go. Keep talking. Keep talking. I, I mean, this is just where I'm stuck up on is is. The fact that they called for an airdrop means it was ready quick. It wasn't like, hey, go buy the man some Tootsie Rolls. It's like, we got Tootsie Rolls packed in case he asked for Tootsie Rolls. Here's here, I, I might be wrong in that, but that's my logic, and I'm sticking to it. I'm locking it. I think, you, I think you convinced me. I think, <laughs> I think you convinced me. But here's the dilemma. You know what? Gosh dang. Both of these you are got a dilemma, one, one and three are going to be true. One and three oh, are going to be stinking true. Oh, are you going back and, to two? I, I might. I might. And, oh. and and then if that's the case, no. we play a little stump theme song. No. I'm sticking to my guns. I, I, I have to go three. I, I need to believe one, two is correct. Okay. And right, I, I'm not jumping on Logan's right. board, even though I think he's got a very, very good point. Logan? Lock it in three. Matt. Logan, I'm, you have a very, very good point. I'm wrong. Right Extreme to the point where, like, I didn't even think about that. I um, hate this. But a common theme here is don't trust Logan. <laughs> what the Number heck? one is true. Dang. Not I'm real. so glad I didn't jump Number on your Number two. Don't tell me it's false. Do not do it to me, <laughs> Spencer. No, it's false. Number two is true. Yes! <laughs> Sheer principle. So, so what was wrong with three? Um, three was the fiddle wasn't created until 880. Okay. And it was a rumor created by the citizens because they absolutely hated the guy. But he was actually like, some say he was singing on top of the roof, but he was actually like helping out apparently. Okay. Um, but they also blamed him for the fire, which he blamed on the Christians and persecuted okay. them. Um, but they blamed him for the fire because he, he literally burned a hundred acre like golden house palace <laughs> where the stuff burned out. So wait, so the fiddle? Okay, so we were right. The fiddle wasn't created, but I was so thinking fiddle was created part. much further, and he was not just sitting on the roof playing. Now, is that does that phrase actually come from? Oh, I have no clue. I, oh, just, okay. made, I just heard that phrase growing up, and I was like, "This kind of makes sense." It and makes a lot of things come from the Romans, man. So I was like, "Let's just throw this and together and thinking, add yeah. it to it." So that part was right, absolutely. Let's go. Fake. <laughs> so I mean, Spencer who, gets another. Point. I get another point. Spencer's at three points right now. Ooh, I got one point that? for fooling the classic. <laughs> <laughs> Logan's, Logan's, <laughs> Logan's gotten one right. Yes. In the last, in like Who's four stores, sitting on crates of tootsie rolls. Like, okay, I know, that's, I, a, that's a problem. The more like you say that, I like absolutely no clue. But literally, like <laughs> the code name from what I was reading, the code name from the ammunition <laughs> was tootsie rolls, and they just were like, "Yeah, bro, no worries. We'll drop in some candy." <laughs> just 
dropped. They, just, they flew rolls. Tootsie Rolls to Korea. I was, I was reading it, and I thought they were going to load that. the Tootsie Rolls into the like guns at first and just start shooting Tootsie Rolls, and they're like, <laughs> For nah, offering. it was freezing, and like their equipment was breaking, and their pipes were breaking, and so they warmed the Tootsie Rolls up in their mouths, and when it became a putty, they used it, and then when it hardened, it saved them and allowed them to get out That's of the That's amazing. I'm, and, I'm speechless, you know what's honestly. Cr- my grandpa <laughs> fought in Korea. Like really? he, yeah, he legitimately fought in Korea. Thank you. Is he a fan of Tootsie Rolls? Mm. I, I don't know. He unfortunately has passed away, but mm. thank you, Grandpa, oh. for serving. And yes, but here's the, I feel like that's a story he would have told me, but maybe maybe not. I mean, I so don't it was know. it was a small it was a small platoon. Uh, okay, uh, it wasn't like a large amount of people, but it was a small people. They're kind of stuck. Um, some U.S. Marines that were stuck. So listen, I'm gonna I'm, I want to I want to say something here. If yeah. anyone's out there. That knows someone a part of that platoon yeah, and is still alive. I am begging you. I want to. I want to talk to them. We will interview them on this podcast. First chance we get. I mean, I because would sit down. Please. I will buy you pick. I'll you pick you dinner. Five star. I don't care. I'll buy, and I'll bring us out to the rules. There is nothing I want to know more than a. Why is there to do rules ready to go? And B, what did you do with them? Like, what were you even fixing? I'm so. You know, you know, there was someone out there. Like they're fixing these pipes or whatever they're fixing, and everyone's like dedicated. They're trying to save their lives. Someone and just eating there's one, rolls in the corner. <laughs> one, there's one dude that's just snacking on tootsie rolls because he's hungry and he wants something sweet. So the uh, real quick here, the dancing one, yes, um, true, and happened yes. again multiple times in the so 14th I... and 16th century, and they literally like. They had like experts or whatever go in that time, and they would say people were like cursed and forced to dance. They yeah. literally could not stop. That's why they called it like a mass hysteria. How do we know that they couldn't I'd stop? Actually, um, because like literally the officials were like, "Is you it just thought you had to get somewhere? your apparently yeah?" And it's got like four sources with this. I am so intrigued. No, Praise I'd the Lord, that's heard true. A story like similar, and that was why I was like, even though I don't know all the details, I'm gonna think this is probably true. Praise that's the Lord. I'm so happy. Hey. Smith, Spencer, Smithsonian Mag. Like, Amen. Amen. I won't be able to stop dancing. Good. No, me we'll, either. We'll make sure you have water. Yes, uh, yeah, I'm going to be chugging that water. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to die before my honeymoon. <laughs> like, I'm going to Malibu. I'm not trying to, like, pass Ooh. out. Malibu. Yeah. Malibu, baby. Wow, uh, internship like treating you well? Uh, what you said? You <laughs> <laughs> said that internship treats you well? We have a friend. <laughs> he's he's really he's really betting on this podcast. I'm, really, <laughs> I'm really betting. If you guys would like to sponsor okay, uh, Spencer's t- a honeymoon, it's a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. Two truths. I got two truths here for you. Uh, one, I'm going to, on a honeymoon. Two, I'm getting married. Three, uh, we have abundant funds to pay for the house in Malibu. <laughs> Which one's the false one? Which one's the false one? Well, I'm really between the getting married and the abundant funds because... I don't know. I just, I've known you too long. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Logan. Let me. I want to. All right. You too long. <laughs> I want to hear these three. I want to hear these three. I want to guess them right. Cause I'm. 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 Cur- I'm. Hey, I'm. Spencer's I'm out a, here like on a roll. I've had a good man. day today. I thought I had I'm, boring ones, but like solid. And then you guys got Spencer got one of them. All because I'm, he had to believe people danced their way. I had to. It. Had to. I'm. Uh, so listen. Upset right all I gotta now. say is I've gotten two correct. 
on every time. sheer principle. Yeah. Because dancing, and I had to believe Logan's Black Tuesday thing was false for my sheer. Yeah. And so listen. You also had to believe Logan was false for sheer sanity. So. That is also too. Logan, you screwed me. That is. <laughs> Spencer, Spencer has to go after well, Logan next time. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I'm putting way too much logic into these stories and going, that just doesn't make sense. And then it happens. So. <laughs> and then I'm like, Tootsie Rolls fell from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> I need something with logic. Start just thinking about what do I want to be true? Exactly. So that's just going to go on and write kids' books to side of the stories. By scientists. All right. <laughs> Lay it on us. All right. So we're going to talk about Mozart's love life first here. Mm. All right. Should I be so, taking notes? Absolutely. Okay, good, good, good. I'm getting married. I don't need to take notes. Oof, spicy. All right. So, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, right? You guys are Wolfgang. familiar. Yep. Born in 1756. Um, would go down as one of the greatest composers ever. He was a child prodigy, producing his first musical composition at age five. Um, so, I know. I couldn't even read that. He was writing music. So, <laughs> that's not what we're focusing on, though. All right. We're focusing on his love life. So at age 21, he traveled to the city of Mannheim in Germany, where he met a German opera singer by the name of Elogia Weber and her three sisters. So even though Elogia was only 16 at the time, Mozart was taken back by her and proposed to her on that same trip shortly after meeting her. Dang, she, she turned him down because he was still unemployed and struggling <laughs> to make men's meat, right? It's, it's that starving artist mentality, even yep. though you're Mozart. Yep. And he was planning to move to Paris, far away from her family, to look for work. So he's heartbroken. He goes to Paris. Several years later, he's doing pretty well for himself. Uh, he's becoming the Mozart we know. Get it. He's on a trip to Munich to Ooh. play, and he runs into Elogia again. This time, she's married and pregnant. So she pretends not to know him which leads him to walk over to a nearby piano at the setting where they are and begin belting out a song that he made up on the spot, including the lyrics, and I quote, the one who doesn't want me can lick my butt, in an attempt to spite her. (laughs) As if that wasn't enough to spite her. I hope that's true. (laughs) He then goes off and proposes to her younger sister, whom he marries and has six children with over the rest of his life. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a vindictive marriage. That's yes. vengeance. That's, yep. I am vengeance. I am vengeance. <laughs> yes, he is Batman. No, his her younger sister's name is Constance. And yeah, that was Mozart's wife for his life. He had so, six kids with her. Now, only two lived past infancy, but go ahead. Oh, gosh, that's oh, horrible. <laughs> well, you that was to, the day, 1700s. Day. That makes so, time out, time out. So, go ahead. Mozart, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought he just wrote... Like music, like non-lyrical music. Am I wrong? Hey, when when you're being vengeful, you can throw lyrics in anything. It's true. Crap. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I got, I got suspicions on that. No, yeah, I, yeah. I'm definitely right. taking notes, though. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, no, I get sisters. it. Go after sister. <laughs> after writing a song. After that says, writing a song that <laughs> says <laughs> something that I don't want to say. Spite her, spite her and go for her sister. That's, the, that's sing, what so we learned to writing a song anytime soon. <laughs> All right. Next, we're going to talk about election fraud. All right. Oh, so, here we go. This be I know. We are traveling yeah. back to the 2013 presidential election of the Maldives. Of the who? Right. The Maldives? Ma- Maldives. Is that how where you is, pronounce that? Where is that at? It's that island. The Maldives. It's, it's the Maldives. Maldives. The Maldives or something if like you, that. Man. It's that island with all those really cool... 
I don't know if it's an island. You know, oh, it's like, those, it's, a it's like a honeymoon spot. Yes. Yeah, it's a big tourist spot. Yes. Big tourist yeah. spot. All right. The Maldives so, or whatever you said. I think it's I'm, the Maldives. I could be wrong. We're too broke to know Maldives. Maldives. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I can't. Unlike Spencer, I can't afford a, <laughs> a trip to this kind of location. But we're going to tell a story about their election. So they get to this highly contentious election. Um, but before we get there, we need to establish something about the Maldives. That's how I'm pronouncing it because that's how I always have. So right. shut up. Uh, okay. right. The local population, not not it's obviously a big resort area, but the local population is highly superstitious and religious people who believe in dark magic and witch doctors. So witch doctors very prevalent in the culture. So we get to the election. There's reports coming of election tampering via magic being circulated among the locals. That's a really close, tight presidential race. The guilty party in their eyes, though, was not a witch doctor, but a coconut. So this four-inch fruit had a Quranic verse inscribed on it and was found laying on the ground near a local school. Authorities apprehended the coconut and took it into custody before putting it on trial for election tampering. In an attempt to prove the guilt or innocence of the coconut, they brought in a white magic practitioner, a good magician, to determine if the coconut was indeed a black magic fruit or not. They had a court case in which the coconut was found innocent. The election was deemed to be not fraudulent and no further arrests were made. <laughs> and that was the presidential election of 2013 in the Maldives. Did the coconut win? Coconut sound innocent. But did the coconut win? What happened to the coconut? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and this is just a coconut that was laying by a school? Laying by a school with a Quranic verse inscribed in it. Man, some kid was pissed off. He got detention. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. That's a school project. This is science fair. Just got put on trial. <laughs> <laughs> Can the coconut the, win the presidency? <laughs> you, you've heard You've heard of the dog eating your homework. No, <laughs> yeah. homework was stolen and put on trial. Maldives. No, the, the coconut. Maldives. I just Maldives. looked it up. Maldives. Maldives. Wow. Unreal. Yeah. You best not be Googling their presidential election. I'm yeah. not. Trust no. me. So he's got to pull no. up. <laughs> yeah, you got to pull up. So we're clear. The coconut was not running for office. It was merely put on trial for election uh, fraud. For election fraud. Yes. It was deemed as being part of a black magic conspiracy to overturn an election. This is tough. Man, I hope that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Only because it's, it's like 2013. Like when mayor and stuff. It's, it's so recent. It's so recent. <laughs> Nine years ago. Like, that's that's why I love it so much. Oh, yeah. Gosh. This is a close one. All right, next one's got to be got to be. We got a third story. Interesting. Well, good. Oh, no, no. <laughs> They're all interesting here, Matt. All right. So... Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Probably not. Absolutely not. I would lose that show <laughs> so fast. Be about a hundred bucks and about to owe them three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about obviously we just talked about Mozart Child Prodigy. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about Samuel Rezepsky, a chess prodigy, who began playing at four years old and became an international chess icon when he began touring America and Europe playing multiple games simultaneously. So in some cases he'd play as many as twenty games at a time where just your average adults could come up and play him, and he would walk from board to board, recording his moves, and beat them all at once. He did this tour as a fifth grader, uh, recording an approximate 1,500 wins to only nine losses during that tour. So then at the age... 1,500 wins? To nine losses. How old was he? Five? Or fifth grade. Sorry. So fifth grade, fifth grade. Nine ten, years old at nine, the time. Ten, yeah. Yeah. So then that's not even where he peaked. So this was his general public peak. 
um, because obviously it drew a lot of attention and and there's some really cool photos of like infants playing of this like child playing um, all these adults in chess but what really won over the chess world was by the age of 13 he took on his first grandmaster pardon me if i butcher the name it's tiamor rajavov um r-a-d-g-a-b-o-v rajavov uh, uh, and so he takes on his grandmaster this is a grandmaster for those that don't know a title within the chess world that few have ever attained um there's hmm. never more than like two or three at a time he not only beat Rajavov, but did so in 18 move sequence that would go on to be known as Rajevsky's Corner. Rajevsky's Corner is actually still to this day considered to be one of the most advanced maneuvers within the chess world for those who can learn it. Um, and Rajevsky himself went on to become a grandmaster for most of the rest of his life, um, having one of the longest professional chess careers in the history of the world, as far as we know it. So, yeah, well, there's a fifth grader none of us are smarter than. When did this happen? Uh, 1911 is when he was born, so his tour would have been 1920, and 1924 would have been when he beat Rajivov. He traveled all over the world in 1920. So Europe here, and America. Here's my first of all. I'm a I'm a big chess guy. Okay. okay. Done for. Grandmaster. No, there's more than two or three in the world. I Ooh, I was trying to. Well, I don't know how many there are. That, that, that there's blood, a ton of I was them. Trying to, so let, let me be clear, that one's not part of the actual story. Um, I yeah, do know no, no, I know like you were just title. Yeah. So my list before everyone says like, I guess I don't know how many people know just that well or like no, hey. Logan, that's not right. Um, and when you said I'd, that, so I'd never that heard corner, of that. that corner maneuver, right? Yeah. I feel like I've heard that. I don't know. Rashef, how do you pronounce his name again? Rashevkov? Rashevsky. Rashevsky. That sounds so familiar. I, for a second, I really want you to, I thought you were going to say something about, because, okay, so Magnus Carlsen, right now, if you're familiar with the chess world, is the best chess player. I'm not. Okay, Magnus Carlsen, best chess player you in the world right now. This up right now. Okay. No, this is dead serious. He just won his, like, fifth world championship or like that. He's the highest rated player ever. And he's he was also a child prodigy from, I think, the Netherlands. He's Dutch, I think. I could be wrong. Sorry, okay. sorry right. Magnus. And he... Also, I'm pretty sure toured, and he played a grandmaster, Gary Kos. Oh, Gary Kos. Mm, cannot think of Gary's last name, but he was known as the best chess player prior to Magnus Carlsen. Okay, but that's recent. Magnus Carlsen's like our age. That's like he's like 26, 27, and so that was not Dang. 1911. Yeah, and no. because I'm a chess dude, if I get three wrong, I'm gonna be pretty upset. Like I'm that nerd that watched all. Like the world championship when Magnus played Ian, uh, oh, not Ian, Iman, maybe Nep Nepo is what he's called. Nepo, I can't pronounce the last name. And they had a game six, which was like a record in the world chess match that lasted like hours upon hours. So I'm that nerd, right? And so if I get three yeah. wrong, I'm going to be like upset because I, I enjoy the game of chess. Where's Blake when you need him? Well, here's here's something you can take from this, regardless of of whether you guess three or not, or whatever you can actually look up Rajevsky's corner and it'll show you the 18 move sequence through online I looked up I'm gonna try it on someone that has no idea what they're doing <laughs> and smoke them <laughs> but go ahead so and this is this is bold this yeah. is bold I'm saying three is not your lie for this reason only last week he put the lie at three 
and he said he spent so much time thinking about where the lie would go. And he put put it at the end because we would talk about it so much. I'm saying for that reason and that reason only, I'm not picking three. Now one and two is literally a coin flip and I have no idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait a minute, I was gonna say, we, we've talked a lot about chess here, which I'm actually incredibly impressed with your chess knowledge. Yeah. I knew nothing about chess I until know, I read about this. I know what sports not talk about. Yeah. No, it, it, incredible because I was really taken back at the chess world just even reading about the dude. It's amazing. You know, way more than, yeah. So Wild. I'm picking so three. Mozart, talk to me between Mozart and election fraud here. What's your... <laughs> so Mozart, I, I feel like I have to go, I think I'm going to go to one for one reason, one reason only. I don't think he wrote lyrics. So I'm going to say, I'm going with like, you changed a little bit of two up. There's something it might not in be two a coconut. that's not necessarily it might not be a like coconut. 100% correct. I will say, moving forward, I am doing my best to not change a little detail like that. Like I did last time with the Pepsi and Coke. Yeah, I'm doing my mm. best not to. Uh, hey, I've been preparing for, for this a day or two before, <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> uh, it didn't work for you last time. I am we, we going it. to lock in number two. That's my final answer. I think I was going to lock in two. Oh, but here's, now, here's do the you problem. Follow him? If it was you, no. <laughs> but Matt, Shut up. Spencer has so much to lose by fo- by getting this wrong. <laughs> I mean, I really, if I get, so what was, one was Mozart. right now, this episode, this episode, three points. Logan has zero. (laughs) I have one. (laughs) Okay, wait, here's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to pick two for only because, only because if we both get it right, he gets zero points. So I'm content. With giving him zero points over giving him one. So for that reason, I'm, I'm locking in two is the false narrative. So another moral reason. Another moral reason. I'm locking in two. I hate you. I hate you both. Lock it right. in. I'm, it's locked in. We're right. so let's, wrong. Let's I, know. I, don't think, I don't think we're right. Let's start off with Mozart on the top. That was a true story. Yes. Okay. He's not, he's not a lyrical composer, but he was known to put lyrics into a song when okay. performing and a situation like that, 100% happened. He did marry her sister. They had six kids to live through childhood. That's crazy. Through childhood. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Election fraud. This story, 100% true. There was a coconut really? put on trial in 2013 for black magic election fraud tampering. You can read the whole article on The Guardian. Um, actually, there's multiple sources I found this on. And that really 100% happened. Up. The lie Samuel Rzewski. Yeah. While he is a true chess prodigy who did become a grandmaster and did play the 20 games at once. That's those pictures you see the kid playing the adults. Yeah. That's him. He The the grandmaster Tiamor Rajivov existed like 80 years before him. Um, they never played each other. And the Rzewski's corner thing was completely made up. Deep in the uh, Yes, I looked up grandmasters from like the era and just picked a name I knew I could pronounce, knowing it makes it sound more believable. <laughs> that, that is what you switched up. One no, no, name? No. no, 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 no. Hear me out. He never played the grandmaster at age thirteen. He didn't play grandmaster till age twenty-five. Okay. He also doesn't have a sequence a called Rzeski's Corner. Doesn't exist. Is there a something? A lot of it was added to the story. Gosh. Oh, 100% added. I took Gosh, a real person dude. and just made up his greatest okay. achievement. Okay. I I'll trusted, give credit. I trusted Spencer's chess knowledge and it bit me in the yeah. butt. Hey, you know, I yeah. was wrong. Is there something? So here's the, it's an eight. So I, here's, actually, the, here's, the, re- is, here's the reason I thought three could have been correct. Although I had no idea those grandmasters were. 
there are like sequence moves that grandmasters make to force checkmate. And And so in my mind, I was like, okay, that might be true. Scared me. This scared me a lot, actually. When you said I know chess and started naming people, yeah. I looked up the no- the number of known sequences, and there's like seven or eight, yeah. and they all are a gambit or a counter gambit. Yes. And so I was waiting for you to say, Ooh. a corner isn't a chess move. This is a lie. Mm-mm. Because I completely made that up. Just a, a fake name that I was hmm. like, oh, this sounds Dang. this sounds good for someone that doesn't know chess. Well, a gambit's like, like an chess, opening. Like, yeah. So, But there's like legitimate sequences that like – yes. If you have a like a, a queen endgame or a knight and yes. rook endgame or something like that, there's like legitimate moves you can make to force a checkmate. And so when yes. you said that, I mean, it, it sounded obviously my chess can... knowledge is not as good as I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> it, and no, let me you had, for the record, you had... I like to watch it. I also like to play it. By by no means am I a great player. I yeah, you had me frightened. To the point when I was like really hoping you'd just buy it when I said you could watch this online. You cannot watch his his corner because it doesn't exist. Um, well, yeah, it was from 19... Uh, 1920. Well, I guess well, maybe no, you could still watch it. TV you didn't can, come out to you like can, the 40s. You, what, what they do is they like walk through the moves on just a plain chess board. So you don't mm. see the people or anything. You just see the moves. I mean, you can go back and watch some of the like the original Queen's Gambit move and the, yeah. the King's Counter Gambit and some of that stuff. But Dang, dude. Yeah. Spencer. Yeah, I... I uh, and the, the I, sole I was, reason, the sole reason I didn't pick three, well, A, I didn't, obviously didn't know. B, I didn't think you would put the lie back to back just because I know how much time you think about where to put it. That's why I put it there. I thought there's there. no way he'll think I put it here twice in a row. Jeez. I thought about that specifically. You're, you're, paying, you're and, playing chess, I'm playing checkers. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then you Goodness. said that, and I was like, oh, hook, line, and sinker. It, give me you know what's voice. funny about that, though? <laughs> is I literally thought, like, do you think he would think I would think? That he would put it. I'm like, nah, there's no way. <laughs> so we have Spencer on a wild goose one, chase yeah. every single. And now I'm done. Oh, oh so gosh. listen, listen to this. I just looked it up. Yeah. Listen to all these types Why of like end games. Oh, are these. Okay. So is there more than the six or seven Google gave me? Well, I don't know. King and pawn endings, knight and pawn, bishop and pawn. I mean, there's like a bunch of. I mean, essentially, it's every potential. Yeah. Like queen versus two rooks. I mean, th- these are just end games, like how to play them. But I know there's like a legitimate man. I don't, I, I don't know. There's a, there's like legitimate names for like certain maneuvers you can do to force to force like a a checkmate. But what I did say, I will say, even though I got that wrong, Magnus Carlsen's still the best player in the world, and he beat Nepo, whatever his name in, oh, in one of the most thrilling sh- games ever. Game six, I it was like. Hours long, and I watched like eighty percent of it. Oh my gosh! And and the commentaries, yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it. Shout out to Gotham Chess. I watch him all you, the time. It's a YouTube you guy. uh, you started throwing out names I'd never heard of, yeah. and I'm like, oh, uh, he's caught me. Like, That's no, why I trusted I'm, him, man. I was like, I'm dang, looking at the big, so real. I'm looking at the big shutout on the day. Like, this is gonna suck. Gary I can never pronounce the last name. Kasparov. Kasparov, that's yeah. who Magnus Carlsen played when he was like 13 or something crazy young. Gosh, what a Dude, fool. They start, him, they start him young, I know. Well, hey, two points for me, three for Spencer, one for Matt. I think that ties me and Matt now. That ties me and you at three and Spencer <laughs> with a huge lead at six. <laughs> at six? Dude. Dang, Spencer if I would have got that just... last one right, 
Gosh. Just absolutely oh, you walked. You would have crippled me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only chose two because I wanted you to get zero. I'd rather you get two than, than, than Dude, one. I was like, this well, is insane. If you were between one and two, I would have got my two. Yeah, you were get, yeah. getting three. I wasn't I, picking I three did. solely because I thought you wouldn't put three. I outplayed myself, or you outplayed oh. me, I should say. No, I've, I've so never played, outplayed you. I'm never putting chess in this again. That would yeah, scary. I'm like slowly <laughs> learning what not to put. Spencer's <laughs> like, I spend a lot of time listening to chess. Like, I can't. Oh no! <laughs> this, is, this is actually super nerdy. I fell asleep to a chess uh, like recap of a game last night. Well, so falling asleep makes sense. Okay, yeah, come on, it's exhilarating. Listen, those guys are insane. Okay, yeah, I'm not. They are I'm next not, level. Okay, I'm not like no, saying no. they're not insane. They're much smarter than I'll ever be. But like. To be honest, exhilarating is not asleep, the word. Like that just makes sense. That okay, that's fair. Like, yeah. Here's then again, here's people my, fall asleep in baseball all the time. And that I'm is like, true. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, that's true. That's fair. Well, hey, it was a good week. Good week episode. Good, good yeah, episode. Good episode. So, Matt, what's the what's score score update? Six three three. Yeah. So, coming in after two episodes, we've got Spencer with a solid six. Matt dropped down to the Logan status, and we are tied <laughs> at three. <laughs> Hashtag Team Logan. Oh, Hashtag. Oh. You know what we call that, Logan. <laughs> Hashtag dumpster fire. Oh. Hashtag I'm Logan, and I'm going to... I'm, I'm gonna pick so I'm doing. Yeah, you're co- that is true. You you doubled your points from last week. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and when I get three next week, you're in trouble. I know. I can't. I can't speak. Yeah, Logan's gonna spend about thirty hours trying to figure out which way he's gonna oh. actually, where he's gonna put the false statement. <laughs> yeah. Time. Yeah. It has nothing to do with how good the statement is. It's is it in the third spot or not? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not gonna even pretend. I should have just. Mm. I mean, honestly, I probably would not have chosen the chess one just because those those names sounded like I was like, okay, he actually sounds like legit. I I used a, one real name, well, I guess two real names, but just completely made up their accomplishments Gosh, <laughs> and maneuvers. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Well I'm done. Hey, more creative. hey I, Spencer's not the only one that can put his homework in here. No, no, no. Well done, dude. I mean, oh crap, there goes oh, Logan. Oh, his phone just tumbled. Got mad. Got um, mad. Well, me. I mean, well done, dude. I have to admit when I'm yeah. wrong, and I was wrong, and you gotta, tough, you gotta tip your cap. Uh, I tip, I tip my cap to you. I, I needed it after the I first, I don't know, never have five to tip my turns. Cap to you. Yeah, listen, Logan, you had a rough start, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, now I feel shoot. like you got some momentum, but you had a rough hey, start. Sh- sh- shoot to get hot, shoot to stay hot. Shoot boys. to get hot, shoot to stay hot. Shoot to stay hot. Well, guys, any last words? That'll be our new T-shirts. Coming yeah. Soon. No. Uh, watch, watch yes. for a merch drop. <laughs> yes. Hashtag Team Logan. Shoot hashtag hashtag Team Logan. Shoot to shoot to get hot, shoot to stay hot. Uh, any last words? Oh man, no. looking for the Thanks next Thanks for episode. listening. Yes, we'll catch you guys next week. Sounds good, guys. Hey, have a great night. Toodaloo. Bye. See ya.